Thanks for tuning in to Old Ass Movie Reviews. As we hit the last weekend in January, we are bringing you a special encore presentation of our double feature of The Skull and Spider Baby. Enjoy. It's a new height in fright. Doctor, what have animals to do with this? The man's jugular vein was bitten clean through. such diabolic evil as the skull this uh this week's movie was the skull starring peter cushing christopher lee um i forget what year this was but it was uh we finally watched a good one yeah yeah what were your thoughts on it it had a had a nice hummer vibe to it it wasn't a hummer film i was it universal that released it i Honestly, I don't, I don't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're so good at this. Yes. We are yes. so good at reviewing movies. Um, it's on Amazon Prime, which is what we do. We try to find movies that anybody can watch and have fun with them. Uh, the Skull, A Cursed Skull. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, I could see a remake of this. This would be a movie that if you were going to remake it, I could see how they could remake it without doing too much to it. I mean, the the dialogue would probably have to be better and a little bit more updated. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was a good flick. It was the uh, the haunted skull or the cursed skull of the Marquis de Sade, and killed a whole lot of people in that movie. And he yeah. was just a skull, so you can only imagine what he did when he was alive, <laughs> flesh and blood, he had two arms, you know. Um, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. Um... It was a unique film. Uh, this this is a premise that's been done multiple times with a cursed item. Uh, I think the last thing I saw was something that somebody bought at a garage sale, and of course it was cursed, and everybody died. But uh, this was television, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> no. Private joke between me and yeah, Scott. <laughs> yeah, it's not the that. television. Uh, but I forget what it was. Some little. Uh, ancient Jewish puzzle box of some type. Um, it was, it was a neat film, but back to, back to the skull, the cursed skull of the, uh, Marquis de Sade, um, along with a history book about him bound in human flesh and a yeah. demonic statue. Um, you have two occult collectors who are seeking out occult items. And one of them just has to have this skull and, uh, against everybody's warnings and his better judgment. He gets it. Yeah. He, he in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah, but that's when the trouble starts. Uh, there's not a lot of dialogue in this film. Uh, this film, to me, was mainly driven by music and lighting mm-hmm. and had great cinematography. And uh, Peter Cushing was great in this movie. He he really was. He did a really good, like, creepy on being possessed or you, being taken over. He didn't have to tell anything. He didn't have no, to say anything. No. It was there. He was, uh, he was damn good. Yeah, it was all in his face, man. He, you knew what was going on in his head. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. And Christopher Lee trying to explain to him what the skull was mm-hmm. at one point um, and telling him, hey, you don't want anything to do with this. Get I rid of it. Museum. Yeah, this, and it's a bad, 
it's bad mojo. Stay away from it. And he just couldn't. He, the guy. He could. Yeah, just couldn't, couldn't stay away, man. The only issues I had with the film, and it, it's kind of laughable at the very beginning, uh, the guy who originally dug up the skull. Yeah, and yeah. He's in such a hurry to get to the skull. He, he throws his girlfriend out of the tub. I need to be alone. And it's like, are you kidding me? Skull, girl in the tub. Not just girl in the tub. <laughs> Hot girl in the tub. French. <laughs> but it was, it's like, wow, dude, seriously? The skull? Okay. The skull could have waited about 10 minutes. So, yeah. So he leaves her in bed eating marshmallows while he does God knows what with the skull. And, uh, well, that was an you interesting know, start to a loop. <laughs> um, one of the problems with the older movies that I did notice is the upgrade to higher resolution allows you to see stuff that you couldn't see in the old ones. The wires yeah. moving the skull around were yeah. very, very visible. And um, that's just a product of having to watch an older movie that's been upgraded. Um, and on, a, on a lesser format, it wouldn't have been seen. Yeah. yeah you know who... Um... Now, this is going forward quite a few years, but Disney fixed that loophole in, uh, what was it called, uh, the black hole. Mm -hmm. Instead of them floating something down on wires, what they did is they, how did they do it? They filmed it upside down. The, the one robot. The, the, That's the, right. The they floated them upside down and then spun them. So because everybody's eyes always looked to the top and looked for wires, they never saw them. So it took away from having to worry about wires. How about that? And then you don't really see him underneath because, you know, he's bobbing along doing his thing. So that, that's how some people fixed it. And I thought that was an interesting real quick fix for anybody who wants to make a cheap movie quick. Yeah. That, that might work for you. It's easier now with all digital, yeah. and you can hide them right away. Pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. simple. But it's a uh, that, and that honestly didn't take away. I know I'm watching an old movie. Um, mm -hmm. All of that aside, the music was good, the acting was good, the story was was solid for what it was, and it was yeah. uh, entertaining. The the actress that played um, Peter Cushing's wife, Jane. Yeah. Oh, you felt so bad for her, man. She's. She's basically warning him to stay away from the, the one guy that's selling him all the right. stuff. And he's just not listening. And, and usually in some movies, a lot of people can't pull that off. But when he does explain why he's buying this stuff, it's like, oh, okay. You know, to him, it's just research. You know, and he's, he's a rich enough guy where he can afford this stuff. Right. He's like, it's no, what are you worried about? It's, you know, no big deal. So you just like, you want to reach in and smack him and go, look. Captain Obvious, this is probably a bad idea. <laughs> yep. Probably. And it was. It was. Uh, yeah, I, if, if anybody likes Hammer films, I, I, would have, yeah. I would say, yes, watch this film. It's, it's a good film. Especially yeah. older Hammer stuff. The stuff with Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing is always, to me, their best stuff. It was. It was neat to see them so young. Um, or younger, I should say. Um, yeah. But yeah. It, was, uh, it was definitely entertaining. And... Uh, I forgot what I was going to say about it other than it was a good watch. It, it really was. There was um, yeah. one of the things, even though it was done in the sixties, they were dealing with uh, what would later happen in the eighties with the satanic panic. 
you had all these yeah. satanic movies. And um, yeah. it was funny, the copper investigator detective at one point, somebody had mentioned, you think it's Satanism or whatever. Even though there's a skull on a table with a pentagram, the detective says, not in this day and age. Yeah, and, and all the other satanic stuff. Everywhere. Stuff that's all in this guy's room. It's like, no. Nah. No, we're good. Yeah, it's good. Nothing. No. Nah. Nah, we're, we're so enlightened right now. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I like the opening scene in the movie when the guy's initially going to get the skull. Yes. That the grave robber. Um, that, that they show him an upshot of him, like, going down on right. the the shovel to chop the head off, and then the movie credits start. Yes. Initially, you're just walking through the, the graveyard with him, and that, I thought that was kind of neat. It was. It was. Uh, like you said, cinematography was really good in this. The lighting. Yeah. Yeah. They, good they, work. They did good. It was good work. It, I'd say that's probably one of the best ones we've watched. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and it, <laughs> Except coffee because bosoms. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. I would give um, the skull a watch for sure. It's uh, yeah. it it's aged well. It's it's fine. Um, it's entertaining, and it's uh, well done. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Good movies. Anything with those two in it, I will watch anytime. <laughs> American General Pictures imprisons you in a bloody web of terror. Spider Baby has the seductive innocence of Lolita and the savage hunger of a black widow. Spider Baby will give you nightmares forever. No man that loves her lives to love another. Her sweet kisses engulf you in a bloody web of horror. Spider Baby will thrill you, then kill you. Starring Spider Baby and Lon Chaney. thrill of your life. See Spider Baby from American General Pictures. Okay, we're going to be reviewing a um, crazy little film called Spider Baby by Jack Hill, uh, who we did an earlier review of Coffee uh, of his, and uh, quite a different movie, wouldn't you say? Yes. Yeah. Really, I enjoyed it. It Let's, was. I'm gonna hear your take on this before I get into my take. Sure. I'm gonna take it apart also, but I love it. It's so. it's absolutely crazy. It is just mm -hmm. a fun movie. Um, deals with a family that has a rare genetic condition that's passed on to their children, who as they get older, they actually mentally are regressing to be to before they're an organism to where they're like now cannibals and. Yeah, on a cellular yeah. level, it's really a bizarre concept. Um, it's a it's a fun movie. Uh, yeah, it's a fun flip. Oh, cannibalism is fun. Well, here's the thing: yeah, cannibalism can be fun. This movie doesn't show a damn thing. Um, there is no, no there's no blood, there's no gore, there's no nudity. It's just you're watching it. And it's like, did I just see this? Is this really what's going on? And the acting is great. The two girls, yes, yeah. who play the, the daughters are just um, wonderfully insane. Yeah, yeah. 
I watched this with my wife, uh. and we were, we were both like, we were watching, and we're like, this is such a bad, good, bad movie. Yeah. And she actually said, those girls are absolutely crazy. And I'm sitting there watching, I'm like, yeah, I knew, I knew people like that. <laughs> I mean, they weren't blinking. Like, no, they, they were nuts. Eyes open, they're like, why are we doing this? Oh, I hate you. I love you. You know, no blinking, no. Do you want to play no, Spider? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, good movie. I really was impressed with Lon Chaney. I think this is actually some of Lon Chaney Jr.'s best acting. Yeah. And he it was, was, he was, was good. probably deep into his alcoholism at this time. Might have been one of his last movies, if not his last movie. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, that. Yeah. But yeah, he was. Uh, he did. He did a good character. He he did the guy that knew he had. Let me rephrase that. He played the man who knew what he had to do, but didn't want to do it. Yeah. Until the end of the movie, when you're just like, oh yeah, you, you kind of saw what he had, was going to do through the movie. Like you saw it coming. Right. Like he knew he had to to off off the the house and all that. So it's just it's a good movie and and um. Jack, Jack, what was his Jack name? Hill. Jack Hill, thank you. Jack you got Hill. me, not get me doing it. Right. Jack Hill did actually a really good job. It was a nice, uh, dark comedy. Yeah, it was um, definitely a comedy. Did, did you, I'll ask you this, did you recognize the mailman in the very beginning of the No, movie? no, but he did look familiar. That mailman's name is Manton Moorhead. He played the sidekick of Charlie Chan. Um, and which I really want you to watch some Charlie Chan movies with me and we'll do some reviews. He, for me, in those movies, he always plays the everyman. He, he gives me the insight to how I would react to what's ever going on. And he did kind of the same thing in this movie. He's going up to the house. Right. He knows there's something weird, but he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want to go up to the house. Then he sticks his head in the window and right there, you're just like, oh, man, that's going to end poorly for you. And it does. It ends very poorly. It does. Yes. He was bitten by a spider. Yes. <laughs> just say, hold on just a second. I'm going to give you a had to move something. I don't know why they were put there, but it was really annoying. Maybe. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, um, it was, a, it was. Had a lot of a lot of humor to it. Uh, one of the things that I really caught from watching this movie is it wouldn't surprise me if this was an influential movie for Toby Hooper's uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, oh no, you definitely see that. The you similarities definitely. are there. Um, Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. Holy crap! All the way down to even having Sid Haig in House of a Thousand Corpses, Spider Baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. With the crazy family who. Are eating people and doing crazy things. It was. Right. Uh, Sid, you all gotta wonder if Sid Haig showed up on set when I did this movie forty years ago. Pretty <laughs> much. Why am I doing it again? <laughs> Give me a paycheck, I guess. Yeah, right. it was. Uh, it was a return to uh, that type of movie, and just seeing the yeah. influence there um, was pretty wild. the The dialogue was um, good at times and horrible at others. But one one of the things that I just I had to really chuckle at was uh, the main character uh, and the lawyer's assistant when they're talking yeah. horror movies. And he's like, are you a wolf man fan? And... Hey, 
Are you really a wolf fan? A wolf man fan? And oh yes, I think that's how every man should be, like a wild beast. It's like it just enunciating on the ands every time. It's like what was that? <laughs> and, and didn't the, doesn't the camera shoot over to Lon Chaney when he just turns yes. his head? And like, oh, there are wolf men here. Yeah. Oh, and the wolf man. There's going to be a full moon tonight. And also, Uncle Ned looked like a wolf man when he came out of yeah. the pit. Yeah, um, had fur pit. and everything. So it was... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Um, I didn't... The, the one thing I really didn't like about this movie, and I think it could have been... It's a, it was a casting problem. And I'm sure he cast a friend, was the lawyer. Yeah. The lawyer was trying to be pompous and arrogant. and He was comical. He was not... Which was fine. I didn't mind the comical, but he was bad comical. Right. Like I think if he would have had the, if he, if he would have got a guy who fit, who fit the character, it would have worked better. I mean, the guy was probably shorter than me. It was probably really... weighed weighted about as much as me. It looked like they put padding in him to try and make him look fat. Curse you! Like I said, he was probably about as big as I am. Looked like they padded him up, and he was trying to play pompous. Yeah. And it wasn't. It just never came across as pompous. You know what I mean? Um, so, so I think they missed the mark on that one. The two daughters, the two crazy daughters, they got really well. Uh, I Was the main character man, was he married to the girl who winds up in the lingerie running okay, through the woods? Okay, I thought so. And thought, why is she okay with him going with this woman to go get a yeah, hotel? Like, so they must have been brother and sister because they referred to him as aunt and uncle. Yeah, they, well... They would have anyway, because if that one of them was married in right. the family. So, it, to me, they had to be brother and sister. But when I'm watching it, I'm thinking, I thought they were married. And thought, so wow, that's I, that's really messed up. So did I. The only other thing I thought of was, like, she, she's at the end of her marriage, and all she's there is for this money that she just discovered coming in. Yeah. Uh, I it don't was, know. I wasn't was sure one. about that. I'm like, I thought maybe I missed something, but no, evidently I... No. If I did, you did too. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Uh, the only thing that makes logical sense is they were brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when I she just snapped, she just snaps. Yeah, and it was almost like she enjoyed it. Yeah, because yeah. she came running back into the house after the woods looking for Ralph. <laughs> yeah, like that—that's weird. I'm just saying that, and I don't even want to know what Ralph did. The um, yeah, <laughs> the ending was a nice surprise. Yeah, I was. Um, it was nice to see that they. Uh, there could have been a sequel. <laughs> yeah, the daughter. Yeah. The daughter's in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. That was... As soon as you see the daughter walk in... You know. Like, oh, yeah, I see what's going to happen. I just don't know what... what Especially when he says the curse... Well, I'm so far down the line, the curse didn't continue. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah, right? It has. It but has. Uh, the, the, uh, the girl's eyes in that one work, too. Like, she yes. looks totally insane, too. Absolutely. Looking at the spider web, but yeah, dude, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of dark comedy, black and white. Um, it's not what I thought it was going to be. Like I honestly either. thought it was either going to be one of two things: nothing but blood and gore, no story, or it was just going to be so bad that I was going to have a really, really hard time watching it. Now that was an easy and, one to watch. <laughs> yeah, and it was neither of those things. Yeah. So we actually got a couple of good movies this time around. Exactly. Um, this one I, I would recommend if you if you're a horror buff or an old school horror buff, I would say yes. This is this is worth watching. If you're a Sid Haig fan, 
this is worth watching because I didn't realize who he was. Yeah. Until the end and the credits were rolling, and I'm like, Sid Haig, Sid Haig. Oh, wait, that's, duh, that's the guy from from Coffee. And, and so many movies. other, yeah. you know, movies that I've seen him in. Absolutely. I don't know that they ever saw him play a good guy. Probably not. <laughs> Because he plays bad so well. He did. And yeah. it, from what I understand, he was like the nicest, sweetest guy on the planet. They always are. No, the ones who play the bad guys are always the nicest guys in the world. I would uh, also recommend this is a definite watch. Um, yeah. It's it's a good old movie. It seems over the top because uh, it is. It's, yes. It's funny. It's disturbing. It was just a good time. And I know it's... I'm going to watch a movie that the director wanted to call... Cannibal orgy and have a good time. Yes, because <laughs> every cannibal orgy is a good time. Uh, <laughs> neither, neither title fit this movie. <laughs> no. Um, what's interesting is trying to find a trailer for this movie. There, um, Jack Hill in an interview said it may, the trailer that's out there is he said it's the worst trailer ever created. Um, he absolutely hated it because they could, just couldn't get a good trailer together. So actually Tarantino... Right made a decent trailer taking clips that he liked from the movie. Really? Um, so if you find a good trailer out there, it's the Tarantino trailer. Um, That's very interesting. Yeah, it's it's pretty good because what, what's out there is the official trailer. It's just mm -hmm. an opening clip of the mailman coming up and everything. So it's like, it's not even really a trailer. Wow. Yeah. That's odd. So it's a watch for me. It, it is a watch. I would absolutely agree with that. Be sure and catch us next weekend when we kick off the month of February with War Movies. First feature will be The Beast. See you then.